your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Friday, November 12th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from pantherparkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. You can also follow the national show Locked on NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. So the Florida Panthers, they, uh, their, point, their pointless streak ends Thursday, but their losing streak continues with a 3-2 shootout loss against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And this is a frustrating road trip. Not they're not gonna lie. It's a it's a frustrating one. The biggest takeaway though, I will say, which is a good one, is that Sergei Bobrovsky looked great in this one. Uh many times that he was challenged on on the back end Many times that you've had multiple Penguins players right in front of the net and Bobrovsky was able to make a key save when needed to make and keeping this Florida Panthers team still in the game, too. The Cats, on the other end, they come firing. But lots of shot on goals put up once again uh, in this road trip but just unable to out, outscore the opposition. Um, and a consistent theme is that they're playing from behind a lot in this one, in this road trip, because many times during the first 11 games of the season, the Florida Panthers have played with a lead, very comfortable a lot of the times, that when it comes an opportunity to let up a few, they've been able to weather storms. However, this time around, with playing from behind, it hasn't been the same. Sure, there's a sense of urgency a lot in the game against the Rangers. Um, in Tuesday's game against the Devils, uh, 3-3 at the time uh, in the second period. And then after you let up a few goals, you just can't stop their momentum. And this one against Pittsburgh, you know, of course, shootouts are a little bit unpredictable. Once you uh, get to them, the Florida Panthers did play well enough to win this game. Sure, they get a point out of it, but it's a little frustrating that they don't get the full two points that 
we are used to seeing. But again, these are the continuous bumps in the road that teams have to go through in a season in order to, you know, learn. And there were a few mistakes made along the way in Thursday's game. I don't want to make too much of shootouts, but sure, it's a great story. Patrick Hornquist coming back to Pittsburgh for the first time since the trade because last year the Penguins and the Panthers did not play each other because of the COVID bubble season that they had. Uh, This is the first time that the Florida Panthers have faced Mike Matheson because Mike Matheson didn't play in the first matchup when these two teams met in Sunrise on October 14th. And, but to put Patrick Hornquist in the shootout, I get it. It's a good story. Coming back to Pittsburgh, if he were to get that game-winning shootout goal, it would have been over. And the it would have been a great story coming back and to, in a way, rub it in their face, kind of, that they shouldn't have traded him. But, I mean, that's a trade that has kind of worked out on both sides. I mean, Mike Matheson is a top-pairing center. He was paired with uh, Chris Letang on, for the Penguins, and the Florida Panthers get rid of that contract. Um, Matheson is a be- in a better situation. Uh, they get the Florida Panthers, who are in contention mode. I mean, Pittsburgh is too, don't get me wrong. They get a shorter-term deal for a veteran that is trusted and who is very loved in the locker room by his peers. But to put Patrick Hornquist there, from the hockey side of things, from the play on the ice kind of things, I don't like it. Um, I would have rather seen someone like Anthony Duclair or an Aaron Eckblad maybe there. Um, but to put Patrick Hornquist there, of course, had he scored in the shootout, we'd be talking something completely different. And we talk about how Andrew Burnett is a genius for doing that. But of course, it didn't work out. And we're we're now looking at it as this is a young coach who's going to learn from decisions like this and will be when other games come up and you're you're not going for the storylines there. You're going for actual wins. And that's what I take away from this. You you, ha- you gotta put some storylines to the side and just focus on winning the game. Because of course. Patrick Hornquist was a very important part of the Pittsburgh Penguins' two back-to-back Stanley Cup runs. And to put him there, sure, the story's great, but we got to talk about trying to win a hockey game more importantly than a story. So that's my biggest takeaway on that. In the next segment, we're going to break down the numbers of last night's 3-2 to two shootout loss against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So keep it right here on Locked On Panthers, your first listen of the day. I love Thanksgiving. All the good food and treats, and plenty of them. Maybe you want a yummy dessert, but isn't so full of calories and sugar? It's the perfect time for Bilt Bars. Bilt Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. 
Most built bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace a coconut cream pie with a coconut built bar or go for a raspberry built bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein. Covered in 100% real chocolate. Built is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a built bar or two. Share some with your family gatherings. It will make things less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a built bar yet. New surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at built.com regularly, so check the site often. There's nothing like built bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all surprises. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 50% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% at built. Com. Second segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast as the Florida Panthers are coming off a 3-2 shootout loss against the Pittsburgh Penguins on Thursday night at the PPG Paints Arena. So, lines for the Florida Panthers. Verhage, Barkov, Duclair on line one. Huberto, Bennett, Tippett on line two. Vitrano, Lundell, Reinhardt on line three. Ryan Lomberg is, was in for this one with paired with Isu Saranen and the returning man to Pittsburgh, Patrick Hornquist. The defensive pairings were Uyghur Ekblad, Horsling Gudis, Lucas Carlson paired with Brandon Montour, and as Kevin Connaughton was part of the pairings in Morning Skate, but last-minute change was Lucas Carlson with Sergey Borowski making his return to the lineup uh, for the first time in over a week since there he sustained that upper-body injury for the Washington Capitals. On the other side of things, um, the Pittsburgh Penguins were missing a lot of players on their uh, side with uh, COVID protocol, some of their players came back, and more importantly, um, Sidney Crosby was uh, missing for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And not only was Sidney Crosby missing for the Penguins, they're missing their head coach, uh, Mike Sullivan, uh, who you'll hear a lot, especially in the month of February, because he will be the head coach of the USA men's hockey team for the Olympics. So you're missing your best player, you're missing your coach, the Pittsburgh Penguins are on a little bit of a slump as well as the Florida Panthers. And Tristan Jari starting his fifth straight game. They had two straight shootout losses. Um, and Tristan Jari was going 0 for 3. One, many were wondering whether he was going to get a shootout win. And he got his. But as far as this game goes, um, the Florida Panthers looked better in this one than they did in the first two. Not going to lie. They look a lot better. Uh, they're attacking uh, the net. Although, they did fall behind early. Um, in, the, in the first one, um, you got, I put that one on Jonathan Huberto, trying to clear the zone. And I think it was Mike Matheson who stripped his pocket, and Matheson, Latang working around, and then finds a Bluger right in front of the net. So, the first one, um, Got to be better with uh, clearing clearing the zone. Um, in in this one, Mackenzie Weger was hobbling for a little bit, and then um, after taking a puck to the skate, what looked like he was hobbling, having a hard time getting up, but didn't cost the Florida Panthers any time. Uh, mostly, he just went to the locker room real quick and then just came back on the ice. Um, Anton Lindell, his play in the neutral zone, his way to his the way he checks, the way he Keeps his balance as well as he's skating through. Um, on the goal 
the first goal of the game with uh, Frank Petrano leading a two-on-one. Uh, he was able to keep possession of the puck, and uh, and then him and Vetrano just uh, confused Jari and then get the puck right in the back of the net. And the Florida Panthers, um, they you you saw some of that speed factor that they that they continue to have. Um, one of probably the fast. This is probably the fastest team in the NHL. Um, and here's also the thing too is in the first two games we had a lot of opportunities to put the shots on net and a lot of the times it was goalies making great saves as well but and don't get me wrong Tristan Jari played well in this one um I mean he went 36 of 38 in this one for for the Pittsburgh Penguins but there are also times in this one where in Less than a minute, the Florida Panthers had three odd man rushes in a row, and they didn't get a single shot on goal in any of those two, any of those three odd man rushes. And then a few minutes later, they get another one. And it, it's just a little frustrating that when you have that many odd man rushes and you have an opportunity to get a puck on the net, uh, you don't convert. And they also had a chance to on on the penalty kill too um in towards the end of the second period where ryan lumber got an interference and then bennett and huberto lead a uh, shorty chance and they just missed the net too so it's not just odd man rushes uh and getting uh the puck stripped from them and and they're not they're they're not even and some of them some of the chances they weren't even blocked they just flat out miss the net so that's the frustrating thing uh, about about it. And both power play units, um, Florida went 0 for 3. Um, excuse me, 0 for 4. Pittsburgh went 0 for 3. And despite missing a lot of players due to COVID protocol, a lot of the times their uh, AHL affiliate, um, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, they had a lot of players come up to the Penguins roster. This Penguins team is number one in the NHL in penalty kill. and they continued. They continued to show why they are one of the best um, in in the league. And the on the second, um, I mean, two one Penguins after um, after the second. The second goal by uh, Pittsburgh was Evan Rodriguez on a breakaway. Not really much you could blame Sergei Bobrovsky for. And first goal, like I said, first goal was Hubie not being able to clear the zone. The second one was a breakaway from Rodriguez, and the it, it all came down to Pittsburgh converting on their chances on breakaways, and Florida Panthers not being able to. And mostly, and like I said earlier, many odd man rushes, and they're unable to get shots on goal, despite getting thirty eight in this one. So you you you're able if if you were able to just get a few shots on goal for in those breakaways we'd probably be talking about something different right now and we'd be talking about how the florida panthers snapped their two-game losing streak except now we're talking about a three-game losing streak with the florida panthers heading to tampa on saturday and however barkoff barkoff continues to just be just alexander barkoff with his ninth of the season 
after breaking Ole Jokinen's uh, record. Uh, he just continues this pace that he's on to probably score 40. He's never scored 40 in his career, and Barkov, uh, they, could, they controlled the zone, and he's found in the high slot uh, for, for the goal. There, there was actually a time where the Panthers, what looked like that they were going to take the lead in this one, even though it, 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 this goal didn't count, and you could see from the replay that the puck clearly escaped the zone. It was such also a great effort play by Alexander Barkov to try to, to show his speed to skate to the, to the blue line, to try to keep it in, and then um, Verhage and Duclair um, using their speed to get in front of the net. But uh, great challenge by Pittsburgh, and it was clear offside. And man, just... Just unfortunate that just a few more inches in in the blue in on the blue line, and also that we'd be talking about something different as well. So, and also I gotta I gotta give a very honorable mention to someone like Carter Verhage as well. His ability to to just skate as well. I I love how 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 great how great he skates too, with how he's able to get as he's. Skating to the left, many defenders are starting to draw to him, and it's really helping uh, his assist totals too, as well. And and his ability, I mean, it helps that he has two other skaters that are that have the speed that they do. That he's just his ice vision is just great. And there's a quote that Steve Goldstein said on the broadcast saying, "A uh, great pursuit that Carter Hagee has." And I'm I'm just and the fact that Bill Zito was able to extend him for three more years before he was able to become an RFA, the fact that you could have qualified an offer for him next season and he's still on your books regardless, but you got it done before he even became an RFA. Usually you would see extensions like that for UFAs more more often because you don't want them to hit the open market, but the fact that you took care of an RFA a year before, one that you... I mean, of course, when you're a championship team like the Tampa Bay Lightning, you're not going to be able to keep everybody. So you're going to lose some pieces from your team. And Florida Panthers continue to reap some benefits from Carter Hagee. And just great stuff that you consistently uh, see from Verhage. And also, Barkoff, his defensive play as well. In overtime, I mean, there was an opportunity that Mike Matheson had and that he had, he was about to have a breakaway on on Bobrovsky, and then Barkov gets a back check on him, and he's like, "No, you are not going to get a game winning goal on us after the Florida Panthers traded you." Even though Mike Matheson is uh, in a better situation for him, I'm I'm happy for him, the former uh, first round pick from 2012, that he is in a better position, and the Florida Panthers don't have that contract on their books for Matheson. So it worked out for both sides and <laughs> both either of these teams could have had a story of the former player getting a game winning goal against the other Matheson could have in overtime but Barkoff denies it and then uh in the shootout Patrick Hornquist even though that would not have been my choice to put Patrick Hornquist in the out he had an opportunity to uh shut the door against his former team so 
crazy how that crazy how that stuff works uh and just gonna go through the shootout real quick because again it's a glorified skills competition gensel denied barkoff denied um latang denied um Jonathan Huberto gets it through. Russ gets it through. Patrick Hornquist denied. Jeff Carter gets it through. Anton Lundell uh, denied. And the Pittsburgh Penguins win the shootout two to one. Um, and they win the shoot. Um, they win the the game by a final score of three to two in the shootout. So the losing streak continues, but the Florida Panthers get a point out of it as they finish off their road trip on Saturday against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I will be there in person, and in the next segment, we are going to discuss more about Saturday's matchup against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So keep it right here on Locked On Florida Panthers, your first listen of the day. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, BattleLine is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football to basketball, boxing to hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Third segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast is the Florida Panthers are coming off a 3-2 shootout loss against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, time to move on from this, even though those, the Florida Panthers are on a three-game losing streak currently. They're still 10-2-2, so not much to complain about still, but... If, in fact, they do lose another game in this one, maybe we got to start worrying just a little bit. But, hey, no... How do I say this? There's no better game to get right than going up against the state rival Tampa Bay Lightning. Can, can we agree on that? And this, just looking at the division as a whole, and... If you look at the division standings as we speak right now at 10.56 a.m. on a Friday morning. By the way, sorry for releasing this later uh, than usual. If you follow the page on Twitter, I did tweet out saying that it'll be a later release. I tweeted it last night. And it'll say 15 points for the Tampa Bay Lightning. But if you look at points percentage, uh, they're actually second behind Florida. Every single team in the division either has a... Goal differential of zero, or everyone's in the negatives. Uh, Tampa was off to a little bit of a rough start uh, to start the season. I mean, they're still trying to get used to the them losing a whole third line this offseason. But the last two weeks, I mean, ever since losing to Buffalo 5-1, to one, which Buffalo has kind of slowed down ever since their hot start, but that's not something surprising. Um, they beat Pittsburgh on the road. They beat Arizona 5-1, five, five and, and Arizona made that same trip to Florida doing the Florida swing. Same thing with Washington. They beat Washington. Losing a shootout to, excuse me, overtime to Toronto. Beat Ottawa. Lose in overtime to Carolina. So they're still getting points, too. Um, they, they've gone to overtime quite a few times. They have uh, three overtime losses, while the Florida Panthers have 
too. So they're getting their points where they need it, despite not winning every single game. But points percentage, they're second in the Atlantic Division. Florida Panthers, they still have a decent lead in the division, but if you want to create that separation based on the division and go 2-0-0 against your division rival and the two-time back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, a win, a win Saturday definitely will speak a lot of volumes to it as you face them two more times, once in December and I believe the other one's in April. I don't have that memorized on the top of my head. I know the first time they meet in South Florida will be December 30th. But the Florida Panthers last time around, they beat them 4-1. Spencer Knight started that game. And I expect Terry Bobrovsky to get another another start with uh, Spencer Knight starting uh, three straight games and playing the last two periods of that Washington game. A little, a little bit to get his mind right after kind of a rough week and a lot on his plate that he had so i'm going to expect because sergey borowski hasn't played in over a week and he and thursday was his first game back in over a week that he's likely going to get the start again um on saturday against the tampa bay lightning and sergey borowski looked great on thursday against pittsburgh uh kept florida in this game and i expect um the Panthers to continue rolling with Sergey Borowski. On the other side of things, the Tampa Bay Lightning right now, um, they are missing Nikita Kucherov once again. Um, something that we talked about a little bit a few weeks ago um, with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Didn't touch on it uh, too much. Though, I'm expecting this injury this time around from Nikita Kucherov. I know we can make all the LTIR jokes and all the how annoying it is, but they it, it doesn't seem that this injury by Nikita Kucherov is going to be one that's going to last until the playoffs. So it doesn't look like that they're going to get that LTIR space. As of right now, things can change. And they're also missing uh, Zach Bogosian, who was in their uh, lineup in the first Stanley Cup run for the Lightning, but he is on LTIR as, as well. So the... Tampa Bay Lightning, they still have they still have uh, Stamkos there, Braden Point, who's a, a player that I really like on the other side. Um, Florida Panther killer, that's for sure. Especially uh, especially being in the lower bowl um, on game one during the playoffs and seeing that breakaway at the other end. It, it was, that was painful to watch, not going to lie. Um, but the, this is a game that, once again, it's one that Florida has an opportunity to get right. And looking at the goalie situation for the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Tampa Bay Lightning have played 14 games. Looking this up right now, they played 12 games, and Vasilevsky has started 10 of them for the Tampa Bay Lightning. You would think that after winning back-to-back cups and with there being an Olympic break too, with him likely being the starter for Team Russia or Russian Olympic Committee, that he would have less of a workload this time around. But the record for Vasilevsky is 5-2-3. Goals against average is 235 with a 920 save percentage. So 
Vasilevsky's not uh, losing a beat, that's for sure, as he is considered, and rightfully so, the best goalie in hockey right now. And the with him getting the workload that he has and not showing signs of slowing down for him, it looks like that John Cooper and company is going to put him between the pipes tomorrow. So I'm anticipating a Brabowski versus Vasilevsky, uh, po- possibly uh, two teammates uh, in the Olympics uh, com- coming up uh, later in uh, February, just, a, just two, three months away that we're talking about. And uh, l- looks like that they, those two will be uh, facing off against each other. And uh, <laughs> speaking of Olympics, uh, John Cooper's the, going to be the Canadian um, head coach for the Canadian national team for the Olympics. So that's that's another uh, that's another uh, re- Olympic related uh, thing when it comes to uh, this matchup. So two two teammates possibly going up against each other, and with how Bobrovsky's playing, it's going to be a hard time between him and Vasilevsky on who to start when if they do become teammates together for the Olympics this time around. So I'm expecting Bobrovsky versus Vasi on Saturday night in Tampa. Be a fun one. Um, follow the Locked On Florida Panthers uh, Twitter page as I will be there in person to discuss more of what I see between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers and you'll get some coverage there. And who knows? We might bring on a special guest to the show for Monday to break down the game, win or lose. So follow the page, follow the podcast, and everything else too um and like like they say keep it locked in on this uh on, on this show so if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the locked on florida panthers podcast jump into your podcast feed make sure to subscribe to locked on nhl and the cross check nhl show with andrew berkshire and mary clark we'll be covering all the regular season activities around the national hockey league And when you're done listening to this episode of Locked On Panthers, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Bets. Your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets. Hosted by a boy Q with handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. So follow the Locked On Bets podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Oh.